こんにちは This is Genji from Overwatch In balance, find peace To achieve this, I listen to Joygast A video game and a movie podcast with Russ and Steve 友人の剣を食らえ I need healing Thank you, Gaku Space, aka Genji, and welcome to Joygasm, a video game and movie podcast. I'm Russ, Xbox Live Toaster360. He is Steve, Xbox Live Stevevich, and we're just dandy in episode 123. Today, May 23rd, 2019. How about that, Steve? Episode 1, a 2, a 3. It's like the、uh, Tootsie Pop commercial. I'm ready for you to crunch into a Tootsie Pop. Oh, my goodness. I, I didn't even think about that. Totally not sponsored by Tootsie Pop, by the way. I all of a sudden have this owl in my head.、Mm-hmm. I like owls. Yeah. It was, was it black and white? Was that the no, commercial? It wasn't black and white, but it was definitely penciled. Pencil, it, pencil animation. Okay. So it was colored.、Ah, for some reason,、yeah. I, I thought it was black and white. But yeah, I remember the owl being on the tree. And then was it a kid on the ground? Yeah, kid comes up to him with a Tootsie Pop asking how many looks it takes to take, get the scenario of Tootsie Pop. Yeah, and he kind of uses his wings, his little feathers, and he goes, one,、mm-hmm. a two, a three. <laughs> That's、and、right. He crunches the thing. He goes, and he hands him back the empty stick and goes, a three. It, yeah, that's right. It makes me wonder if that came out in the 70s or 80s.、Mm. Has to be around there. Something, maybe even earlier. Not much earlier, though. I'd probably、mm. say 70s.、Yeah. If I was a betting man, I'd say late 70s. Russ, I doubt they were playing advertisements from the 70s and the 80s when we saw it. I don't know. I mean, some of those candy companies、yeah. tend to have that little feeling of nostalgia. Yeah, I doubt it, Russ. Bringing them back and forth. Anyway! To get the most out of Joygasm, follow us on social media and YouTube. Just do a search for Joygasm TV. In addition to iTunes and Android, you can listen to our podcast on Spotify, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, and SoundCloud.com. But I'm sure、Joygasm、people already know that by now. TV. <laughs>、uh, let's see here. We have a bit of a variety show. We didn't know what to do、so、for you we, today.、Uh, <laughs> we just talked about everything. We're just going to hodgepodge something together. <laughs> it's it's and what's it? s going to. Take some glue and some random pieces. And <laughs> <laughs> well, we have some fun things that we're going to be talking about in just a moment from some of our loyal listeners. But、uh, we also have some movie news that includes The Avengers, Batman, and John Wick. And our topic of the day is Rage 2 and Team Sonic Racing Impressions, which you can fast forward to if you look at the timestamp located in the episode's detailed section of iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, etc. Otherwise, just keep listening. Steve. Yes, Russ. What is the opposite of old with you? The opposite of old and the opposite of beat up like John Wick、um, is young, sprightly, and unscathed. Well, good for you. Although you don't <laughs> seem unscathed after your little、uh, physical challenge about an hour ago. Oh, man. So, the things I do for your daughter. Hey, you know, and you know she is recording all of that. I mean, she's going to look back on that fondly. Yeah, I bet she'll probably forget about it after tonight, but.、Um, I doubt it. I'm like a steel trap, just like her uncle. Yeah. <laughs> Were you with me at that movie that one time? <laughs> yes, Russ, for the fifth. Yeah. You were?、Oh. No. I tell you, well, and she does. Like, she'll bring up stuff now. Like, like her mind is just, I don't know. At the tender age of four, 
she's beginning to really remember a lot of the things keeping her old man on her toes. Ah. So, yeah, she wanted to go to the pool with Grandpa and Grandma. Oh! And the neighborhood pool was locked. And Grandma and Grandpa didn't have their... Actually, they didn't have their key because you have the key. No, 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 no. They have the key. No, you have the key. No, we we brought the key. Oh. And the key wasn't working. Oh. So they're going to have to go get it, I don't know, looked at, reactivated, something like that. Interesting. So all eyes are on me. (laughs) Hey, Steve. Uh, <laughs> Would I jump over the fence? Yeah, let's pick the shortest guy we have here. Yeah, yeah, let's hey, pick hey, the short, yeah that's pretty much what it was. <laughs> Who's the shortest and most nimble? Um, so yeah, no. So the fence was all you know had vertical bars and no horizontal bars except for all the way at the top and all the way at the bottom. So I'm like, okay, hey, wait a minute. These are all vertical bars. <laughs> How am I supposed to climb over this? How many pull-ups did I do? When I, how many pull-ups did I not do? Uh, I, I liked how you were serving like each section of the fence. I'm like, Steve, it's this part here. This is the lowest part. It's by the grass. I should have. I actually, I wonder how much they had uh, cemented the sign into the <laughs> that thin sheet metal sign into the bars because I probably could have hoisted my foot up high enough and got it on that sign. Yeah, I just didn't want you to pull anything unnecessarily. Right. That might be too late for that. Oh. Because I, I flumped over the fence. Well, okay. First of all, I gave you the old heave-ho. Yeah, really. I didn't know if that was going to work, but it worked. <laughs> and uh, I didn't know if you were just going to let me, like, use my use my weight and just give me an oomph, <laughs> or you're going to go, okay, here's a catapult. <gasps> you know, no. like, totally cartwheel me over the fence. No, no. Uh, you should have cleared that with me first, Steve. I would have yeah, told you I was going to hold on to you until you were ready to make the commitment well, over the remaining 50% right. of the fence line. It's called communication. Exactly. Communication breakdown. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I fell on my... Uh, my rumpage. Well, I would say you had a kind of a broken landing. Like, yeah. like you landed on your feet first, then you quickly went on to your booty. After I jumped over the fence, I thought about how I was going to land for about a second and a half. And I thought, well, it is what it is. It's going to be what. <laughs> Goodbye, cruel world. <laughs> <laughs> Don't land on a small rock on my, <laughs> on my hands. Uh, so, yeah. So, I fell. And then I tried to pull it off with ease with a little backwards somersaulty action. Uh, you know, it was not graceful, but it was amusing. But it wasn't a thud. It was not a thud. No. No, it uh, it was kind of um, the cross between a fawn and a ninja. <laughs> a fawn learning how to right. walk and a, f- a ninja that uh, is on the first day of training. <laughs> I mean... Can't even picture that, but <laughs> where the sensei looks at him and goes, oh, "I have a lot to do." Uh, it's like sensei looked at Bambi and said, "What are you doing here?" <laughs> Bambi goes, "I don't know." Have you <laughs> seen my mom? The wrong artist drew me here. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, what have you been up to the remainder well, of this week? Or not remainder? The earlier this week? Yeah, <laughs> we <laughs> have no idea what he's going to be doing. The <laughs> what remainder are you going to do week? in the next few hours? <laughs> Jeez. Let me see your itinerary. So I've been playing a lot of Spider-Man, Ross. Spider-Man, Spider-Man does whatever a spider can. I, I thought am- you beat that game. 
see that your daughter's going to have that mind. When have I ever said I beat that game? I stopped playing it for a while because I was playing other stuff. Wait a minute. Was there another PS4 game that you beat recently? No. Well, excuse me. Continue. <laughs> well, smack my bottom and call me a baby. Come on, Steve. <laughs> well, um, bust my buttons. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, I was I was playing Forza Four for a while, and I thought, man, I just there's there's it's fun, but it just gets to a point where it's kind of you know it's kind of all the same. You're kind of wishing that, that your car could web sling. Yeah, kind of. Mm-hmm. So I thought, yeah, I'm breaking this. I'm just gonna go put Forza back on the shelf for a little bit, and I'm gonna fire up the old PS4, play a little Spider Man. I know it's good, you know. Why am I not playing it? It's a very good game. Yeah. It's like one of the best games of last year. So, I, um, it really is crazy how we're like halfway through almost with 2019. Yes, it is. So now I'm 35% through with the game. Congratulations. Found a bunch of backpacks, Russ. Sweet. Um, repaired a lot of police antennas. I'm sure they appreciate that. Yeah, I've been looking for a lot of black cat little dolls. That's a little creepy. And I've been I've been hopping Osborne out with all of his little little um, pet projects. Pet projects. I'm trying to figure out these uh, these little tech technological breakthroughs uh-huh. on the little tablet thing. I'm, little brain teasers. Um, I've done all of them I can do. I guess I have to progress in the story before they unlock more. Mm. And uh, so yeah, um, it's it's going along. Have you done anything for Harry? Um, no. Oh. I mean, I beyond, beyond his little labs. That, that, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I told you I was doing. Oh, I, I didn't he, I didn't hear the Harry Labs part. I thought it was Harry Osborne. Oh, I'm oh. so... I thought you... Uh, for some reason, that translated yeah. as Doc Ock. I'm sorry, Steve. Because because Doctor you know you know Doctor Octavius yes Russ he has the brain teasers I, I was doing that too yes you uh, okay because I got the two right. little I got my wires crossed I apologize uh-huh. Oscorp Octavius I mean come on come on <laughs> throw me a bone here <laughs> thank you <laughs> anyhow so I've been doing that and. Um, Enjoying it. I've unlocked quite a few suits. Oh, I'm telling you, a lot of the suits in that game are a lot of fun. I mean, they look cool, and each one has their own special ability. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, what I found out. I still don't understand why when you when a when a big fat dude punches you, it takes out more damage from your life bar than getting hit by a RPG. Uh, it's all about mass. I mean, don't the know. fat dude's just bigger I than an know, RPG. Don't know. <laughs> um. Oh, you, would you like a little tip? What, hit circled when you have your spider sense so you get no. out of the way? <laughs> Thanks, Russ. When, the game told me that. When it comes to the ability screen, Steve, I just want to throw out a little word of caution to you. Don't be too gung-ho in spending all of those ability points. Hmm. It's important that you actually exercise restraint. Mm. And wait until I would say eh, maybe 75% of the, of the way through the game because they have intentionally made the game, unless they've had some sort of update or patch that I'm unaware of, mm. 
they have intentionally made that game where you cannot unlock everything in the game. You have to be diligent about where you spend your mm. ability points. Good to know. Well, it's, it's, I mean, it's getting harder and harder to get these points, and they're getting more and more expensive. Yep. So, I mean, I've gotten some small stuff like, you know, hitting the X when you get up top to a you know, building to launch yourself back sure. up. Yeah, that sort of thing that I'm going to keep on using forever and ever. That's good, Steve. You but, know, things like that are good. But like you said, uh-huh. they get more expensive yes. as you go along. So yes. if there are certain ones that you really, really want, mm. I would suggest you purchase the more expensive ones in the game first. Mm. Interesting. Mm. So, um, you know, I wish they would show Peter Parker eating something because he's web slinging, he's staying up all night. He will. You know, and... I'm uh, just here to tell you, you will. Okay, okay. I am so glad... Oh, go ahead. I'm helping the pigeon guy out, too. Okay, the pigeons are a lot of fun. I always like tracking the pigeons. Yeah. I'm so glad that you're playing that game again. For some reason, I thought you had beat it, but I guess not. And that's what's crazy, Steve, is that actually I recall having uh, Nick Goodrich from Bombarded mm-hmm. on the show, mm-hmm. and we were actually doing a kind of a full-fledged review of that title because we had both played it very thoroughly and enjoyed it quite a bit. So when you get through that game, I am looking forward to hearing your thoughts on it. Well, so far there's there's tons of stuff that either looks really good or it looks like why would you make it that way kind of thing? You know, like I was web slinging through the building or not, you know, through the building, nah, not really through the buildings, but are you talking about strafing along the side of the building? No, just web, just, you know, flying around through town. Okay. You well, know, flying around, flying around, swinging, swinging. Through. Yeah, there you yes. go. Yes. And, uh, some of like the, the, the signs and the names of the buildings, they'll get like totally pixelated. Oh, you know what? As if they didn't really mean for, it was either like, they meant for it to look faded and maybe like scratchy or they just really didn't think you were going to look at it. And so they were making it look whatever. So they can a lot memory to is your faster. Uh, your, your speech stuff. has just all of a sudden. I don't know. I was looking at the right words. I don't know. I'm not even sure what that was. <laughs> I, if I were to decipher what you said, <laughs> I would guess that. Um, it may be the fact that you're playing the game on the PS4, the regular PS4, because when I was playing it, I was playing it on the PS4 Pro. <sighs> and for some reason, there's a, an inkling in the deep recesses of my mind where I think they were talking about how the game was more optimized for the PS4 Pro. Like, well, if you really want to well, experience yes. it, you do it like that. Well, I mean, oh, there, there, are, there are older titles that, that that perform just fine on the regular PS4. So that might be what it is. Because um, I don't recall that at all. Did you just fart? Nah, that was just You uh, totally farted else. during <laughs> our recording session. <laughs> that was something else, right? It almost about sounded it. like a 1929 uh, um, car. <laughs> I, was, uh, I squished a bug on you underneath the table. <laughs> oh boy anyway what else is going on with you well i brought some stuff that i was sent from a loyal listener here Rose. yeah I'm, you know i have to get to that at some point yeah we'll get into that uh, after we get through the old howdy duty time because i'm curious to see what exactly it is yes uh, but anything else no you know that's about it that's about uh, it that's about yeah, it yeah okay yeah, yeah okay yeah what about you what about me, Steve? Well, um, 
I've been playing a ton of Sonic Generations on the Xbox One, and I believe I mentioned this in the previous episode about how we first started to um, play the game, my daughter and I, and she is absolutely hooked. She loves herself some Sonic the Hedgehog, and I could not be more proud of her as a fellow Sonic fan. So uh, she, every time I get home from work, she greets me at the uh, the garage door, and the first thing that she says is, can we go up and play some more Sonic? And I just beam a smile back down to her and said, why, yes, lovely daughter, we can indeed. Upward and onward to the system. So it's a lot of fun. I've been playing a ton of that. And aside from that particular game, what did, like, I guess we've just been playing Team Sonic Racing and Rage 2, which we're going to get to as our topic of the day later on. Yeah. Um, there's really not a, a ton of other stuff. I, I want to say I was playing something else, but um, I think Sonic is kind of the, mm. the main uh, event that's been going the on. The main hors d'oeuvre. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, let's segue over to what we have. Actually, we talked about this several episodes ago, and that is we and actually this is this is actually pretty uh, ironic in its own way. We each received poster tubes from mm -hmm. a few of our listeners who uh, just actually happened to have quite a few interesting little pieces of swag that they donated to Joygasm. And they said, hey, if you um, want, you can give these away to other fans of the show or, or you know, whatever it is you want to do. And so we were very delighted and thankful for that. And um, we just have not had a chance to actually open them up and look at what's inside until now. So I say we, we get right to it. Yeah. How, but how do you want to do it, though? Well, do you, I don't know, Russ. Do you want to, you want to just do one tube at a time, or no, do you want well, to look at one I don't know, I don't item? I don't know how much stuff's actually in this box. Oh, you got a box, too. I got a okay. box of stuff, okay, and I got here, a tube. Here. I kind of got this I got this this tube over here already prepped, so let's go, let's go ahead and take a quick uh, okay, one. Okay, okay, okay. So, uh, let's see. I have not looked at most of this stuff. Let me see here. Oh, I think it's the other way. I have no idea what this is. This is a poster of some kind. Uh, it says Amplitude at the top. Interesting. I th Have you heard of a game called Amplitude? Uh, I have not. I'm going to have to take a look at that. Well, that's, that's a pretty cool Mighty colorful. Print. Yeah, very colorful indeed. It looks like it's probably a space shooter or something like that. Mm, I might have to Google that one. You should. Well, what, what do you think you got in front oh, of you well, right there? What time you were going to take with it? Right? Yeah, no, no, go ahead and Google it. I got more stuff here. I'm going to yeah. be looking through it. Go ahead and take a look at what amplitude is. Now, the next thing we have here, this one is already a bit of a, a giveaway. I can't tell if there are multiple posters on here. This one's actually pretty cool. So this is, man, it's pretty big. Ooh, very nice. So we have, oh, there's multiple ones. Okay, let's take this one out. Okay, so we have a couple of Sonic Mania posters, which is really cool. It has Sonic and Tails on there. Uh, a bit of a promotional poster of when this game came out. This is actually, this was a really fun game. They did a nice job on it. And then on the other side, oh, it's kind of like a, a dual purpose poster. There's like two completely different posters, one on each side. The other one is Sonic Forces. Uh, that was for a holiday in 2017. So that's very cool. I actually dig. I don't know. I may have to keep one of these 
for my personal collection, Steve. I don't know. We'll have to see about that. Uh, is this it here, Russ? This uh, Amplitude is a music video game developed by our harmonics for the PlayStation 2. Oh, harmonics. Yeah, they're the, I think they're the ones who did Rock Band, right? It is the sequel to Frequency. Frequency. I haven't heard of that one either. I'm a little behind. Nice, on. Russ. Well, I, I mean, the only game I played well, I from harmonics was um, Rock Band, which actually I we played quite a bit of. Yeah, I, I that was a fun game. I remember playing a ton of that back in like 2009, 2010. I didn't play it that much actually. Oh. I just I played when I came to see you. It was back when I was living in Reno. I man, we Reno. We played a ton of that. Actually, a little fun side story. We had a bit of a rock band party at uh, one of the uh, developers' houses that uh, I worked with, and we decided to do kind of a Guns N' Roses theme. And I've seen the pictures. I Well, I mean, our listeners haven't. Our uh, little band actually uh, was really fun. Um, <laughs> one, of the guys, one of the guys was, was uh, totally done up as Axel, and I was Slash. And it was a lot of fun. I, I got myself a nice uh, black wig. And uh, because I do not smoke, I, I just put, um, I think I put a lollipop in my mouth or something to kind of give the impression while we were playing. Mm. But I had a top hat, though. That was fun. I remember. Good times. Okay, let me see here. Okay, so here's, oh my gosh, another one fell out. There's just all kinds of goodies in here. So uh, what is this? It's be kind of nice to have a camera so people can see what we're... I know that that's that's why we are on a campaign to go to video eventually. Okay. Oh, this is Dead Rising Four. Very cool. Return to the Mall. You know, I bought this game. I have yet to play it. <laughs> it's like in my Xbox library of games that I have yet to get to. This is pretty cool, though. This is like a almost um, an, a concept illustration. Are those Christmas lights? They are, yeah, because it was, um, I believe it was released around, uh, yeah, December 6th of 2016. These are nice. It looks like we got two of them. Does that look like that's what that is there? It looks like there's two. There is two. Nice, thick pair. Hmm, very nice. That's very cool. There you go. So any Dead Rising fans out there, Dead Rising 4? Uh, maybe we'll be able to do a couple of giveaways with that. And then I saw something fall out over here. That was a mouse. <laughs> that, was a, <laughs> that was a dead rat. Uh, what is this one? This is... On the more glossy side of things. Ooh, Black Panther. It's a uh, exclusive. Um, 2017 San Diego Comic-Con. This was, I believe, before... The movie was released. This is a promotional poster. It's probably one of the pieces of swag that you could get at that particular year of SDCC. So that's pretty sweet. There you go. I bet you that was probably snagged at the uh, the Marvel booth. No. Just, uh, well, because they have Disney. They have a Disney booth there <laughs> and they have Marvel. So. <laughs> if I was a betting man, I'd say it was Marvel. But I think that's about all that's in this <clears throat> particular batch. What do you got over there, well, Steve? Well, let me see here, Steve. I didn't have my tube all uh, prep lag here. I was going to say, uh, you could have done that while I was going through uh, mine. Well, I was paying attention, Russ. I want to give you my undivided attention. Oh, well, thank you, Steve. That's very kind of you. Okay, well, I was just, okay, I got something. Oh, he's got something. He's got something on his fingers there. 
Uh, probably should balance the tube on the cords. Uh, that'd probably be a good idea. <laughs> okay, so uh, it says Marvel. That's oh, good. That's always a good start. Ooh. Uh, I got a little Hulk action. I'm going to try not to bend it. Oh, that looks like Age of Ultron, maybe? Okay. I don't have quite the long arms that you got here, right? <laughs> okay. There's You're a quite the stubby man. There's three posters in here. Marvel yeah. Studios. Very cool. Yeah, that's Age of Ultron that's right there. Pretty nice. That's Looks and then, what do you have a do you have a couple of copies of that particular uh, poster? Here, I'm gonna make some room for you. Yeah, thanks. So let's see. Look at this. Looks okay. like uh, there is a one, two. Is that the same one? That is the same one. Three. <laughs> There's three of that one. So it's three of the Age of Ultron. And what is this one? This is uh, okay. This is good. It looks like almost like a samurai version of like Deadpool and Captain America. What is that? Yeah, you're exactly right. It's a samurai Captain America. Yeah, because like there's a samurai Spider-Man and a, a samurai war machine. Yep, Deadpool. There you go. Interesting. What is uh, it? must be a. Is it, you think it's a game? What 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 are the company's uh, logos on the bottom right there? Oh, Bandai. Bandai and uh, Tamashi Nations. I have I never know. heard of this. We'll have to Google that one as well. So there is a couple of them. That's uh, the same thing. Two of, the, two of them. Okay, cool. Okay. So we got two of the Marvel Age of Ultron and then two of the Samurai Marvel characters there. That's That's piquing my interest. I need to... Figure out what that is there. What else you got over there, Steve? There's something else in there. I think I got to open this from the other end to get in there, Russ, because it's pretty freaking in there. <laughs> Steve, um, I know you have small hands that um, smell like cabbage. Surely you can reach it. Not that small, apparently. <laughs> so, uh, pardon me while I rip into this thing. Here. Like a baby's arm holding an apple. Okay, got uh, it. I heard the pop. Okay, let me reach out. Sorry, it's not very good uh, airtime. You're stupid. Got it. <laughs> okay, got it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Pulling it out. Oh, please don't. This is a family show. Okay. Uh, what uh, is this one here? So it looks like it is uh, Captain America. What is this? Uh, Avengers Black Panther's Quest. It looks like it's an animated series. Iron Man looks pretty sweet. Okay. There's probably a couple of them in there. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. You got, uh, I'm not sure which character that is, but you got Captain America, Black Panther, Iron Man. I don't know who that is in the mist over there. Well, we got more. From Marvel on Disney XD. Okay. So, uh, sorry, I keep on scraping my earphones on this thing. So, these are like a little movie, like moving. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Almost like comic book covers, but they're not comic book covers. I always forget what that's called, but it's the whole thing of like, you know, you're holding, it's like, they, they've done it for baseball cards. They've done it for comic book covers, but it's like that thing where like, if you move it left and right, there's actually like a, a new picture that appears based on the, like the, how the angle that you're holding it or whatever, but right. So this well, here, hold it open, Steve, so we can look at it. I here. was trying to figure out what it was. 
it looks like it is kind of a play, like you said. It's like it's almost like a, an opened comic book cover, but it's got the Avengers No Surrender on one side from the Marvel Legacy, and the other side is the Scarlet Spider. It's uh, the Amazing Spider-Man. Oh, interesting. Moves back and forth. You see the Kingpin, and you see the, the Scarlet Spider. Very interesting. Looks like we got a couple of those as well. So what else you got over there, Steve? Okay, this is, uh, what is this? Uh, Our desk is quickly being covered by posters. Uh, some uh, Netflix show. What is that, Rush? You take it, you recognize that. I'm not exactly sure what that is. I don't know. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm not exactly sure. We'll have to like post it on social media and be like, hey, does anyone know what this is? Uh, so we got this kind of American dad looking thing. Oh, that's is, fun. Uh, TBS looks like it's some sort of uh, underwater dealio. <laughs> I don't really know. It's <laughs> almost like a play on Aquaman in a way, but not. Perhaps. But yeah, it definitely looks like American dad. Um, and then there's this... Uh, Explore, Explore. Comic-Con 2018, Comic San Diego. San Diego, there's... Um, Are there multiple copies of that one? There is, uh, yes. They're all kind of all different, uh, but kind of the same thing. One, uh, one, two, three, four of those. Okay. What else you got? Okay, moving right along. Open up that little box of goodies. Got some, um, uh, yeah, probably that's not really. We got some nipple clamps. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Got a little book here. It says, uh, manga. 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 Yeah. Manga. Uh -huh. manga. Manga. Uh, got a manga uh, sampler there. That's cool. Uh, now oh. we got. I'm going to have to read this. Little Sea of Thieves coins. Ooh. Okay, there's a couple of these in there. Yeah, let me see one of them. There you go. Very nice. There, Limited Russ. edition Sea of Thieves. And it's like, it's man, that's a cool looking coin. Limited to 5,000 worldwide, individually numbered, embossed on both sides, distressed edging, silver edition. Very cool. I dig that. Man, that's pretty sweet. Looks just like the coins you see at like the, the intro of the, the game. Very, very nice. I'll take a picture of this and post it so people can check it out. Uh, I think this is a open, kind of journal-y, notebook-y kind of deal. It says, a mind needs books like a sword needs a waystone. Hmm. Um, it's like a diary? or Yeah, I'm thinking it's kind of a diary. I mean, it's, you know, got a bunch of blank, blank pages in there. Maybe like a sketchbook, I'm thinking. Oh, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nice, uh, nice covery cover. Oh, yeah. I didn't expect that. It has, uh, I don't even know if that's leather or if that's something else. What is that? I don't know. It has a nice finish to the cover of the book. And we got a couple of buttons, some random stuff here. Little, uh, little, what's a stretchy, rubbery bracelet kind of dealio bubble comics panel. Well, here, what, let me see it. What does yeah, it say? Oh, here you go, right? Uh, Boom. Let's see. In Russia, comics read you. Okay. Red Menace or not. Bubble Comics panel. Hmm. Now, uh, lastly, 
I got just uh, some random stuff here. Looks like that might be a little, uh, I don't know, Star Wars-y sticker. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Some buttons. Some buttons. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got something in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I just had a swallow of loogie right there. It made me laugh. What, what is that? Uh, I don't know what this is. Another little button. <clears throat> Oh, this looks familiar, but I, I can't place it exactly. Uh, yeah, we'll have to take a picture of me. Also, say once again, <laughs> anybody know what that is? Right, you know what would be fun to do is if people could actually successfully guess something, maybe we can make a game out of it where like whoever guesses it and it's actually correct that uh, they can win it. Well, even though we have already announced everything, I don't know. Well, no, like this thing, for instance, like I, we both have no idea what it is. <laughs> if we post a picture and say the first person to, to guess it correctly wins it. There you go. So then I got some, uh, what is it, dark horse kind of color pencils, Ooh. I think. Yeah, there you go. Share your work. Oh, very nice. Are these black and white? Are they? Oh, they're color. That's what I'm saying. That's cool. I dig that little dark horse action with the uh, creative side. And then lastly, uh, we got some of these uh, cards, things, uh, and... Um, yeah, I got a little dog tag. Uh, there you go. Yeah, I'm not dog sure tag. Sure, which character? Yeah, which character is this? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure which character it is. You got the Matt tags. I'm not sure. Anyway, so, a bunch of random swag. Yeah, I mean, like once again, I don't know what these things are, so maybe I think that'd be fun for the things that we have not been able to identify. Maybe we could uh, have some fun with it for those who be uh, interested. Let's segue into some movie news. What are you looking at over there, Steve? I was clearing my throat in my sleeve, if you had to know. Oh, I thought you uh, had something on the floor that caught nah, your eye. I figured you'd be thinking that, Russ. I mean, I was being considerate of you. Yeah. I want you to have to edit more than you wanted to. I appreciate that. We have a few stories here. The first one is Avengers Endgame continues its fight up the charts. Avengers Endgame has passed Avatar to become the second highest grossing movie of all time at the North American box office. So not to be confused with the international grosses. We're talking about just domestically here in the United States. The Estados Unidos. With $770.8 million grossed in four weekends, Endgame is only behind another Disney release, Star Wars The Force Awakens, which remains the highest grossing film of all time domestically. As of Tuesday earlier this week, Avengers Endgame now sits at $2.614 billion, with a capital B, dollars for a global cum compared to Avatar's global cum of uh, $2.788 billion. So it does have a ways to go. You know, like like kind of the the going gist right now is it was once thought that it was just going to be a pretty easy maneuver for in-game to be able to take the number one spot, but now it's not looking so likely, Steve. Let's see what happens, Russ. Have you seen any of those articles? Yeah, I've seen them pop up every now and then. I, 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 I don't read them. I mean, they're talking about it's going to be like a photo finish now because it just, I mean, apparently the, the viewership has dropped considerably after four weeks at the theater. And so they're thinking, while it's not out of the realm of possibility, it's definitely 
looking less and less likely. So it may, it may have to just settle for second place overall, internationally speaking. I don't think I, I, I would be surprised. I mean, Avatar, Avatar. Well, it's, it's just crazy. You know, I had a conversation with a couple of buddies about this and Avatar, when it came out, it had a couple things going for it. The first thing was that it, I believe it was released around the winter time frame. Like, I think it got released like in January or something. So it really didn't have any kind of competition for a long time. The other thing was that at the time, James Cameron was the one who really pioneered this new approach to 3D movies. And that was like the first foray into like the whole 3D thing. And that spawned all the 3D TVs that came after a while and other movies that kind of made a cheapened version of it that was never quite as good as Avatar. So that was like a, a, a clincher of sorts that just got people to go to the theater. And of course, if you think of the CG at the time, I mean, that was the best CG anybody had ever seen before when it came to synthetic characters. Yeah, but the story sucked so bad, Russ. I mean, it, it's definitely... It's it's uh, Pocahontas meets Dances For, with Smurfs. No, not Dances with Smurfs. It's Pocahontas meets Fern Gully. Oh, well, I can see that. I can see that. The second story I have here is... So, there's a new movie being developed called The Batman... And we've talked a little bit about this on previous episodes of uh, Joygasm. Not, not to be confused between a Batman or the Batman or some Batman. It's the Batman or thy Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, uh, the Batman villains are rumored to be Penguin, Catwoman, and the Riddler. While sources disagree on just how many villains the film will have, with some citing two villains and others saying there might be as many as six, fans will have to wait and know for sure. But I'm torn because on the one hand, it would be pretty epic to see like six villains in a Batman movie. But at the same time, there's just not enough time for character development, especially because this is taking a kind of a, a new spin on the whole thing. It's basically a reboot. How many reboots in our lifetime of Batman? Yeah. There's quite a few, Steve. There is quite a few. Yeah. Now, there is another part of this story that I find to be uh, a little bit disturbing slash disappointing. And that is that... Do you know, actually, do you know who they're considering to be Batman for this film, Steve? No. Robert Pattinson. Do you know who Robert Pattinson is, Steve? No. He's the main vampire dude from Twilight. Yeah. Hey, if you're in the right spot at the right time, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I, I, I'm trying to do my best to wait until I see the trailer first to see how it all pans out because, I mean... I'll be honest, the first time I heard about Heath Ledger being the Joker, I was very, very skeptical, and then I saw the trailer, and I was on board. I was like, wow, okay. When it comes to this, though, I'm just like, ah. You know, Batman's my favorite character. What am I going to do? Yeah, might have to look for some glitter. Yeah, Deadline reports <laughs> that the role of the Batman remains, well, okay, officially it remains uncast, but that both Robert Pattinson and Nicholas Holt who was the Beast in the current X-Men movie, <clears throat> are the frontrunners to star, which again, I'm looking at him too, I'm thinking, I can't see him as Bruce Wayne. But 
you know, whatever. I don't know. I, I think that it's it's just it's further proof that DC. I don't know. It doesn't seem to be firing on all cylinders like I want it to be. What's he doing? Yeah, just just. What's he doing? Are you mad? Yeah. <laughs> Now, I will say that the director of this film, I do have an interest in seeing how he's going to approach this whole thing, but some of this, I'm just like, uh... Anyway, pivoting over to the third story, Steve. John Wick, Chapter 4 announced. I knew it. Well, I, yeah, I figured that'd be the case. 2021 release date confirmed. Lionsgate sent out a text to fans of the series stating that the next chapter in the John Wick saga will be released in theaters on May 21st, 2021. And also Polygon reports the text message simply said, quote, you have served. You will be of service. <laughs> John Wick chapter four is coming May 21st, 2021, end quote. Pretty cool, huh? Pretty cool, Russ. Yeah, IMDb has it on there as well. The only cast being Keanu Reeves. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's put on our ranger suits and swear up a storm. It's time for the topic of the day. Topic of the day includes a two for oneer. I guess you could say, uh, yeah, two for one, a new for two for. A uh, what, what do you call it? A uh, what do you call it when you go to the theater and they have two movies playing for you? What is it? Yeah, I don't know. I've never been there, Russ, but I know in uh, retail world, buy one get one. It's something like that. Anyway, <laughs> <clears throat> there have been a couple of games that we decided to uh, check out and play this week, and we thought we would give our initial impressions on one. Of course, is Team Sonic Racing, and the other is Rage. Two. Which one do you want to talk about first, Steve? Rage. That sounds pretty good. Thank you. Did you did you hear my my question? Did you hear my answer? Oh, that ah! was was that your answer? Uh, yes, it was. Oh, okay. Let's talk about it. now. Okay, so full disclosure, Steve has not actually had hands on play with Rage Two. He was um, sitting on the couch watching me play. He's watching it two inches from the screen the whole time. Absolutely. What did you think of it? Well, Russ, uh, initial impressions. Uh, and we've um, we, we've barely scratched the surface of the game. Oh, you've got like 50 hours in it. Oh, yeah, whatever. So, yeah, no, the uh, I like the sound effects, Russ. You get a little bit of... Yeah, with your, with I noticed your, uh, that, too. Yeah, I like the, I like the sound effects. Uh, when you're playing a first-person shooter, the guns got to sound good. The guns sound good. The reload sounds good. Mm-hmm. You know, there are a lot of great sound effects, footsteps, environmental stuff. The ambient stuff. noise. Yeah, the environmental the ambi- sound yeah. effects are really good. Yeah, I was hearing some, you know, noise separation from different stuff that was happening around you. And that's... Uh, well, actually- saying something, too, because my sound system's kind of jacked right now. Sucks, Russ. Well, no, <laughs> <laughs> well like, we, there are certain speakers that have been disconnected because we've right. been painting in here. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, no. So uh, even with what you have, I mean, it, that was actually... Fantastic! I love when when they when that gets programmed in there of different sounds happening 
to your left and to your right and uh, in front of you. I got to say, Bethesda has always nailed the sound effects in every game that they have uh, published that I've played. I mean, even Return to Castle Wolfenstein, same kind of deal. Real gnarly, like just just really well-captured Foley effects. Anyway, go ahead. Um, with that being said, the graphics are okay. Like up, up close, it's cool. But everything like that's further than 10, 15 feet away from you, it almost looks like it's an Xbox 360-ish. <laughs> Yeah, I noticed that, that too. How like it made me wonder what the game looks like on just a raging PC. <laughs> you, see, you catch that? <laughs> yeah, I saw you. Yeah, but anyway, I, I think that if you were on like some amazing PC, I think that will fix that problem. Having said that, though, I am a bit surprised having played this on an Xbox One X. I mean, that is something that that's why I paused it. If you noticed a couple of times and went to the options and looked in the graphics, visual menus, and just, just to see like, is there something there that actually will bump the graphics up or not? But I, uh, I happen to notice that too. Go ahead, Steve. Yeah. I mean, it's not terrible. It just looks like it's a high res 360 title. At least everything in the background looks mm -hmm. that way. So <clears throat> that being said, um, I don't know, the, the characters seem so far kind of forgettable. All the dialogue seems kind of forgettable, except for the main character. I like I like the the dude that you picked. I mean, he, his his character has some lines that keep kind of keep it fun and fresh and funny, humorous. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of cool. Uh, it seems like it's a cross between like maybe Borderlands and Killzone for PS4 and um and um and um Oh, what is it, Steve? I'm thinking of a third one here, Russ. Uh, oh, uh, Wolfenschlagen. Which will make sense because, the, like I said, the Return of the Castle Wolfenstein and Wolfenstein series, I mean, that, that comes from the same publisher. Yeah. I would say in terms of the overall presentation, it's very much in that, that vein of Bethesda. They, they have always had this, like, edgy, aggressive very violent approach to things, but there's also like this like sprinkling of humor that's in there too. That just, I don't know. It's like this eccentric humor that's thrown in that in a weird way is kind of funny. By the same time, you're still shocked by like yeah. the grotesqueness of what's going on. But the thing is it worked with the seriousness in Wolfenstein, but it hasn't, but there's no real seriousness here. It seems like it seems like all the seriousness is, is all on the surface kind of shallow. Well, and again, we've only put literally like an hour into the game. So I'm I'm reserving, <clears throat> excuse me, my, my judgment for that until after I've put like, say, you know, 10 to 15 hours into the game itself. Well, true. But with Wolfenstein, we were caught, we were caught from the beginning. That, that is worth noting is that from the very start of that game, we were instantly hooked. So this one, I mean, there, there are a lot of fun things and I'm still learning my way through it. But, um, you know, the combat itself also is a lot of fun and that's what, what I've heard from other people is that the the combat mechanics were just actually one of the highlights of the game itself and I must say even at, at just the the very very start of the game I got to agree I think it is I think that it is it, everything all the weapons I've I've used so far has a good feel to them the the strategy and stuff feels nice I must say I really like the color palette choice for this particular game it's very distinct. It's unique from other titles and the way that they've distributed the color. Because I mean, there's kind of like this um, thematic, like like neon purple pink color that, <clears throat> whether it's used for, um, oh, what is it? Um, like if they have some kind of 
flash or or like the the HUD sometimes will have some sort of glitch or something that comes up. It's almost as if like you're on. I don't know, some kind of psychedelic drugs in a way and you're and you're being hacked <laughs> oh, cool. at the same time. Like you know? a- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I like it. And, and you'll see like elements of it throughout the, like, like they use it as indicators. Like if you have to climb a ladder, you'll notice the ladder has that kind of purple pink hue to right. it. Or um, Got it, that, that punk rocker kind of apocalyptic. Uh, well, it's almost like post post-apocalyptic where like <laughs> all the horrible stuff has, has transpired. And now like they're kind of getting back to like this, I don't know, neat euphoric, but yet still desolate Shrippy area. still need to be on drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, it also plays to um what we seem to be looking at with like, I can't remember what they call it, but it's like, essentially they're like these like steroid oriented drug enhancement things that you use and it gives you abilities and that sort of thing. So it does play into that. And I've always been a fan of taking risks when it comes to color. (laughs) And I think that when, when you look at like, especially like box art, for instance, that's a big deal where like, if you're looking through a whole library of titles, there are certain covers that no, it doesn't matter how old they are. They will stand head and shoulders above other titles. And I feel like they did um, a nice job on, on this particular approach. And I'm glad too, it wasn't just limited to the box art. They actually implemented it um, into the game. So the graphics though, I, I also do really agree. I think so far, it's not that the graphics are bad. I think the graphics have a nice yeah, style to them. They're just a little bit plain. Yeah. It, it's like, it, it's almost as if it just needs like another layer of polish and then it would be at the level of Return to Castle Wolfenstein. I do like some of the characters that we've come across so far. Like your aunt, I think was my really aunt? cool. Your no. aunt. Well, yeah. I mean, okay, technically yeah. I guess it was my aunt because no. I was playing. Right. But then again, you're my brother, so then uh, by bloodline, <laughs> she would be your aunt as well. But right. anyway, I thought that um, the art direction on her was super cool. Also, some of those beasts were huge. Like it was really cool to like all of a sudden see that, and it was it was like a in-game engine setup. I mean, it kind of reminded me of Gears of War a little bit, but it wasn't like to scale. Like I don't know, it was weird. And some of the games like uh, Gears of War or Maybe even uh, Castlevania mm. um, or what's that? Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah. You can see these real tremendous looking uh, large characters, the bosses or whatever they are, mm-hmm. step into the screen and, and you're like, wow, like that's how am I going to defeat that? This one, I don't know, the scale seemed wrong. You knew it was big, but it didn't seem massive or overwhelming or, um, I don't know, too big to defeat. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I see. Yes. Mm-hmm. So switching over to Team Sonic Racing, you have had a few hours of play into that title. What yes. are your thoughts on that so far? What What are your play impressions? Um, well, I, I don't think it's a Mario Kart beater. I th- this is going to be your um, your party game with the ladies. Where you want to get your female friends to play some games and uh, they're going to like Sonic Racing. Just like my fiance likes playing the Crash Bandicoot Racing. You know, that is a good point. Actually, there are a lot of female gamers out there who, I mean, they love Mario Kart. Exactly. Yeah. And, I mean, Mario Kart is a great title. Yeah, no, I'm not. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm maybe I've. 
<clears throat> I may have come out wrong. Mario Kart's not bad. I'm just saying that a lot of folks like Mario Kart. Yeah. And a lot of my female friends, like that's their go-to title is Mario Kart. Yeah. So Sonic Racing, I wouldn't say is is head and shoulders above Mario Kart. I think Mario Kart's still the standard. This one's fun. I definitely like the music that they choose. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I think that's definitely different than a lot of the other uh, Sonic games. A nice flavor to it. You could probably play the music as background if you wanted to. I like it. Definitely better than Gangster's Paradise. Um, right. Yes. When it comes to Sonic. Yes. Right. Uh, Gangster's Paradise with Sonic and Knuckles and Tails would be a bit off-putting. Hmm. Um, so, but otherwise, like playing the game, it's colorful. It's a bit chaotic. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, when you and I were both playing it on the same team, we didn't, I didn't know half of what was going on. I just tried to stay alive, not running myself off the track. And that was basically the goal. I mean, if I finished the race, great, but I just didn't want to, you know, keep on getting restarted from, Yeah. But all the little power-ups that you get, I'm like, I don't even know what I'm just, well, just going to hit the button and use it, whatever it is. I don't know what's going on. It's more of a one-person game than a multiplayer game. Well, I, like. and so we played it split-screen on the same TV. I would be curious to see what the play experience would be like if we were to play online, because then we would each have our own full screen, and I think the fun factor <clears throat> excuse me, would be nice. Better. Sorry about that. <clears throat> You know, the allergies are kind of making their way up and saying hello. <laughs> I, okay, so the let me just get the weakest part out of the way. The yeah. weakest thing for me are the are the voices. I think the voice yeah, acting, voices suck. it just, it definitely brings down the, the game experience, which is unfortunate because the game, actually, I find it fun. I think, I think it's a fun, almost like casual game to play. And I actually am really happy that there is a quality Sonic racing title that has come out because I think the last one I actually enjoyed, I think it was called Sonic Type R. And I think it was for the Sega Saturn. And that was a long time ago. But um, up until that, that point, we just really haven't had like another quality Sonic racing title. And I think there was another racing game that had come out a while back, but it didn't get good reviews. I never played it, but... I'm definitely pleased with how this one has come out. And it's just, I find it fun to play with uh, people like you, Steve. Well, thank you, Russ. Um, and we haven't tried all the characters yet. We've probably well, tried about half of them. I think you've tried a couple of them. You pretty much tried them all. I mean, they, yeah. have, they all have their different stats, but let's be real. I mean, I, I played like five different people, and they all like played the same. Was that despite that there being different colors and cars, by the way, all the little cars that look a little different, you know, the I, car, I, I like car all design. the design. Yeah, the car design is uh, quite quite different. Mm-hmm. That's what I can say is a plus over Mario Kart and uh, and Crash Bandicoot Racing is the cars actually look pretty cool. Well, okay, so the the latest Mario Kart game that had come out for the Switch, they have a lot of different types of, of carts and you can actually customize it to your liking. So like there are multiple parts of each cart that you can mix and match and it will update your attributes accordingly. Mm. And it's cool because you can continue to unlock additional attributes and items and upgrades and stuff. The more you play and win races. Well, apparently my 15 minutes of the game wasn't enough. (laughs) Yeah, no, it, it, Mario Kart for the Switch 
is probably one of my favorite Switch titles at this point in time. It, it is a really well done game. And I have to agree with you. I think that it still holds the crown in terms of uh, which kind of like cart oriented racing game is out there. But I got to say, Sonic, the Team Sonic racing game, I think is fun. I think that, and we haven't even tried all the tracks yet. Yeah, we're good in there, Russ. And we're going through the whole, what is it called? Team Adventure or whatever it is. And making our way through um, some of the various areas. You know, the, what's interesting is it has that kind of overhead map that you get to select different tracks on. It actually kind of reminds me of the old Super Mario games, like Super Mario oh, yeah, 3. Oh, yeah, kind of. yeah. You know, that sort of thing. Yeah. But, yeah, I agree. The music, the music itself is very much the Sonic Fair, which I'm happy about. I think they should have cut out the cutscenes. Yeah, the cutscenes aren't really needed, are they? No, I don't know why they're even there. I mean, if they were going to be there, I would figure they would. It wouldn't just be, uh, you know, stop and little dialogue bubble pops above your head, and then someone speaks the the dialogue, and then you keep, continue on and go go on and forth. Yeah. I would hope it would be something animated, so it'd be somewhat interesting instead of just looking at static characters with dialogue bubbles. But yeah. well, I decided anything. I do okay. So going back over to the gameplay mechanics, okay. I do like the idea of how you can slingshot. How if you go into like mm, your, your draft mode, yeah, like your teammates wake, yeah. I guess you could say, or like their, yeah. their, their what do you call tread marks or whatever. Yeah, it's like there's it's a, basically a draft, but that only works with your teammates. Yeah, I think yeah. that's cool, especially if you were to have several human players instead of AI playing. I mean, that, that will allow you to have kind of a leapfrog type of mentality. It kind of keeps you mm. in the race, keeps things in, intense and interesting. Mm. I, I definitely dig that. I think it's it's uh, it's cool. Made me think of Wipeout again, though. Even though <laughs> Me wi- too. It, it yeah. reminded me of like playing Wipeout at half the speed. Yes. It, like, which is weird because it's Sonic, so I was expecting it to be a whole lot faster. Yeah, and it doesn't have much to do with inertia either. No. No, I mean, yeah, it's it does feel a tad bit stiff, right? Which is unfortunate because I would have liked to have seen a bit more, like you said, inertia in the game. Also, the weapons are a bit clunky, in my opinion, and I don't like how they shout it at you. <laughs> yeah, that is really funny. Like it's, for the the first like few races, we we were just asking ourselves, "What did he say?" Why are you yelling at me? Yeah, I I agree. I I don't think that he needed to shout that at all. Mario Kart doesn't do that. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Well, what's interesting to me, though, is that they do incorporate a lot of the same type of weapons that exist in the Mario Kart title. However, the execution of it in this one, like I said, feels a bit more clunky. Like, Mm. I'm just, I don't have an intuitive feeling of, oh, okay, I get what's, what's going on. And I'm not a fan of the weird squid that like hovers behind your car. Like, like you'll get a weapon and like half the time you'll see some sort of funky looking colorful squid that's just floating. I'm like, I have no idea what that is. I can't tell if that's a rocket or if that's a boost or yeah. what, what it is. Like, why, why can't we just have some kind of icon that is easily recognizable like in the upper right hand corner? Well, speaking of boost, I mean, when you have the boost, like your little team boost thingy it says says why with kind of a small writing underneath your car and you have to notice it and it's nothing yeah. that's flashy or that kind of comes up to get your attention or anything it just it stays there until you notice it and you hit the button right yeah i i agree i think 
The game Split Second comes to mind. I don't know if you ever played that or not for the Xbox 360. No, I remember it, but I don't remember it that well. So on the back of the car as you're driving, first of all, the car, like you're driving crazy fast in that game, which I wish the Sonic title would incorporate that sense of speed in it. That's true. The other thing is, if you remember, on the back of the car, it too had kind of a HUD where like, like at, there was like a meter that would charge up. And then when the meter hit the, like a maximum amount, you actually could like, I guess, activate the nitro or whatever it was. And then you went even faster, but it was extremely easy to just read that at a glance because you're having to keep your eyes on the road. And I just wish that the, the Sonic drivers, like the Sonic, the Sonic cars had that same type of floating HUD on the back that just, I don't know, it had more pizzazz, had more bells and whistles. It just... It looked more visually exciting. I would say I would like to key on your point about the speed. Because when you're Sonic, the thing that sold the Genesis games was how fast Sonic moved everywhere. Blast processing. You might as well just get out of his car and run through the track, and it would be <laughs> that much more thing. fun. Like, why is he in a car driving slow? That's a very astute observation there, my brother. <sighs> and... Other characters like Tails and Knuckles should have different abilities too, like they do in the other games. Yeah, and, and oversight. Well, and again, like you can implement those things into the cars themselves. Like you, you can give each car their own personality that matches the driver. Why not? And there you that, go. That'd, that'd be kind of fun. Yeah, like, it would be fun. I mean, Knuckles could like burrow into the side of a mountain and then all of a sudden form his own track, creating a shortcut and all of a sudden he's in the lead. And then, you know, that, that will change up the strategy of the, uh, the race for the rest of the laps. You know, all of a sudden people are like, Hey, he needs opened up a new area. Oh, let's go over here. You know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know what you're saying. Hmm. Did you have any other thoughts about the game? Steve? No, Russ, that, that, I like to end on that one. That was, that's a very good point. Well, in that case, that wraps up this episode of Joygasm. Make sure you tune in next week. Thanks for hanging out with us. If you enjoyed this episode, we invite you to check out patreon.com slash joygasm and consider becoming a monthly contributor. You'll get exclusive perks and early access to the show, not to mention it really helps us continue doing what we love to do. Also, you can follow us on social media and YouTube. Just do a search for Joygasm TV. In addition to iTunes and Android, you can listen to our podcast on TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Spotify, and SoundCloud.com slash Joygasm TV. Last but not least, search Joygasm TV on Twitch to see us stream our gaming adventures live every Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m. Central Time. We'll see you next week. Later.